Howdy, I'm James and this is Living Life, and I wanted to start this podcast to just mostly have something to do and get a little bit more into voice acting. I wanted to not necessarily interview, but talk with different people about their their lives and what's going on and kind of connect with that and people who are around uh, in their 20s and who I have here today is my best friend that I've had. We've, we've oh, been friends for 16 years, which is nuts. We've only been alive for 15, so it's... that I know, and it's weird that we're doing a show about being in our 20s when we're only 14. <laughs> Evan's going to be starting his his own business soon, if not already in the works, with doing custom keyboard stuff, if you want to like, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Sure, so... So like like James said, uh, I'm starting my own business where I'm making uh, custom keyboards and uh, like just the right now I'm just working on the keys themselves. But you know like um, gaming keyboards, uh, mechanical keyboards, um, a lot of things that typists use actually as well. Um, so I'm working on making on making those. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get a little creative with them. Uh, I'm using resin to build the keys and uh, I'm, I'm making molds out of silicone. Um, so that's been pretty interesting. And I'm also right now in my, uh, my last semester of college to get my business associates degree. So it's, it's a little bit of a balancing act between, between working on both of those things. So I'm just doing what I can for right now. Yeah, I mean, with COVID and everything that's happened this past year and everything my god starting a business does seem do you think it seems a little easier now because just people have had a little bit of time and they've kind of had a schedule that like absence of time and yeah it actually probably has been uh, a little bit easier than it would normally be and uh i'm very very thankful that um but but covid definitely definitely affected a lot of people um and it, it did a lot of damage so i feel pretty lucky to have gotten an opportunity to start a business um i haven't really had to worry about too much so i'm definitely very fortunate to have have had that opportunity and it's given me a lot of time uh i haven't had i haven't had a job in like i don't know since like march just because uh i haven't really i haven't really had to there's not a lot of jobs and uh i got some some covid pandemic money so that's really helped me to start a business so yeah, COVID has made it a little easier. Oh man, those those tax breaks were pretty nice. Yeah, not gonna lie, pretty beneficial. The tax breaks were good. Um, and I totally agree with finding a job being harder. I I went on and I applied to so many places and then finally hit Lowe's. Lowe's was actually one of the the few who I applied and it was like an immediate get back, which which was insane. Like it was. 15 minutes since I applied, which that was like the fastest turnaround they, I've had. They got back to you in 15 minutes. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. Sitting there waiting. Yeah. It was crazy. It's exactly. It's like they were waiting like, <laughs> oh, he's going to apply. We got him. Um, And it was like from 12 to 12.15 and they, they got right back to me and asked if I wanted to come in for an interview and it, it was fun. I mean... As much of an interview can be, you know. Yeah, what was that like, an interview? Just So, 
<clears throat> I had to sit by the bathrooms and, and wait and look at pictures of dogs. That was pretty cool. Um, I Is that, that was part. that mandatory as part of the? That was mandatory, and I had <laughs> I had this older woman right right next to me, and uh, she was looking at the veterans and, uh, and talking and talking to someone on her cell phone. Really, oh god, she was a little wacky, but that's <laughs> all right. Her, her son came out, and you know, I was like, I hope he's not going for my job, you know. Um, but in short, I, I was lucky enough to to get something like that because college really maneuvered my life into a different spot than it would have been um because i i was going like evan i was going to college um and it kind of a whole bunch of events f led up to the point where i decided i couldn't go for that semester and i had to take one off to recoup my funds and make things work again and try to reevaluate but that's where the podcast comes in and like trying to start your own business. I think that's kind of today's topic we wanted to go with and, uh, you know, how this is working for us and where we plan to go, you know, just the things related to what we're doing in our lives and the fun things we could get through. You know? Yeah, it's it's definitely pretty interesting um, what it's what it's I mean, we're. We, we came out of, uh, of of high school and then went straight to college, both of us. I mean, I took a semester off, but I just worked. But we pretty much just went straight from high school to college like most people do. And <clears throat> it's it's weird. It's kind of fun um, taking a break from that, from from doing um, what it is that kind of it seems like you're supposed to do and starting to do your own thing. Like uh, James is starting voice acting and I'm starting to work on my own business uh, it's quite nice, actually, to to break apart from that, take some time to yourself, and just focus on something that you're interested in. Whether or not it works out, it's still just it's just relaxing to not have to worry. I mean, I'm in I'm in college, but I only have three classes. But it is just nice not to have to worry too much about like <clears throat> getting things submitted or um, you know just kind of the responsibilities that come with with school. So it is pretty nice. Yeah. Oh my God. Like traditional school when I went in, you know, you follow the formula that a lot of the people who are older than you suggest, like you have the, you're supposed to go to college, then you're supposed to get your career, career going. And then you have your family and then you go on from there. And no one I feel really takes, takes the time to just think like, okay, is there a different path that's more exciting and fun? Like maybe you have a hobby that you're really good at and you really enjoy doing, but because of college and things like that, you don't really get to explore it further because, God, I I remember our college, like didn't it take you a whole bunch of time to like get through like homework and like you, you yeah. want to do well for these oh courses because yeah. you're spending money. So much time, and then you just feel like you're throwing money away if you mm. don't really like do what they're asking or you kind of slack a little bit it's like well you're paying to fucking be there so you might as well yeah. do the work or if you don't do it why are you paying for it like honestly like when when i went for my my gen eds at my first college like i just didn't feel like it was worth my time in the grand scheme of things because i went i'm going for psychology and being a therapist so like taking even though i loved history don't get me wrong uh 
it, it really wasn't helpful to what I wanted to do. And a lot of the other psych courses, like I've, I, man, I've only had one teacher. I, I don't know if you feel the same, but I've had one teacher in my life who like in college was the best that like I can wholeheartedly say they love to teach. They were interested in what they were teaching and they brought forth the information in such a way that made you excited to learn. Yeah, so. I haven't really had a... See, we, we went to the same college for... Well, I'm still at it, but James went to the same college as me mm -hmm. uh, for two years. So we do kind of... We do know some of the same professors, but I never really had any professors like that. It must have been nice, though. It was. Um, he was my social psych professor. And man, he just... The amount of energy he put in the beginning... Like, he got in, he was happy about he, what he wanted to do. He he was excited to, like, share what he what he learned throughout his life and not in a way where it's, like... Because I've had a teacher who she... She asked me to take notes, which is fine. She asked the whole class to take notes. And when we'd write it down, she'd be like, well, why are you guys taking notes? We You're supposed to do this... Like, you're supposed to just listen, then take notes. And then we do that, and then it's like a back and forth. It's like I'm playing ping pong with my teacher. I didn't want that, you know? No, you don't want that. You got a ping pong ping pong club for that. Yeah. So what, what were we talking about before we... Before with your... We the... I mean, it's basically just hobby stuff. I mean... Oh, right, right. We were talking about how not being... Well, I think you were talking about how not being in college has helped you. Right. So, do you want to talk more about how uh, your voice acting has been able to to start and develop because of whatever circumstances you're in right now? Yeah. Maybe no, COVID totally. or college like, or whatever. So, how this whole thing started was uh, I had a buddy of mine who he needed a voice done for a game, and he knew that you know I was getting into it, and I... I posted pics of the new mic that I got and I was really happy with and I wanted to start a whole bunch of projects. Even though my lines aren't going to be in his game, um, it was still like a trying out process where it's like, I really enjoy just doing these different like voices. He wanted something like a 1950s radio host. Oh, that was that was our friend, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was him. Mm -hmm. and, and doing a lot of just... Um, stuff for that game it wasn't he was actually surprised that i did it in one takes he gave me a paragraph and was and it was like it was like a it was a short paragraph it's like what um middle schoolers try to get away with where it's like the three sentence thing <laughs> yeah. and they call it a paragraph yeah yeah <laughs> and it wasn't that much so i mean i did i did 10 i did 10 takes of that and sent it to him and they didn't make the cut which is fine um but then I found out I really loved it, and I started diving deeper into it. I went for mods for video games. I got to do a couple mods, nothing too notable. There was one mod where I was supposed to be a prince, but it never ended up happening because of COVID, actually. <laughs> it, it gave me a chance and then <laughs> kind of took it away. It kind of has been going, like, around in a circle with that, but... You know, it's been it's been wicked fun doing that stuff. And then I have my, my demo reel set where I did I did a whole bunch of clips and did the, the top ones. I think my favorite that I've actually done 
was the A1 steak sauce commercial I found online. What? Yeah, it was a free script online that I could find. You did an A1 steak sauce commercial. <laughs> can, we can hear it after. Can we but... put that in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if I could do that. I mean, who knows? But yeah, I'll show you after. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it was, it was a lot of fun and trying to get like um, voices.com set up and just everything related to that kind of compounding but it's been a fun ride and you've you've had your stuff that you were doing with keyboarding yeah I, I could talk a little bit more about yeah, them for sure it. so um, it, it's basically I, I came up with the idea when I was looking through um, you know like Reddit and Instagram and I saw a lot of you know a lot of people use mechanical keyboards um, for those of you who don't know I'm just gonna give you a very simple explanation um, in, a, in like a normal keyboard like a normal $20 keyboard you get from like staples or whatever uh, it has like rubber that uses uh, to compress the key when you push the key down there's like rubber underneath it um, with the ones I'm I'm working on basically it's called a mechanical keyboard and it's a physical switch underneath that when you push the key down it makes a click noise people love the click noise that's like a it's a big part of the clicky part but uh, <laughs> why do you think people like that clicky part with it uh i think it's kind of like i don't know it's it's kind of like a satisfying thing it's it, like it's it like lets ASMR. you know, it lets you know <laughs> that you're clicking the key instead of like well actually just yeah silence. that's actually a big part of it is um for people who type knowing that they press the key down all the way but that's kind of you know that's not really the i'm not really looking too much i don't even know the fuck I said. so yeah basically um PC gaming is becoming really, really big, and I I see a market in the uh, the fuck. There's a hair in my mouth. <laughs> PC gaming has become really big recently, and I actually uh, I believe that there's a market in making like custom keyboards, um, like personalized and like really aesthetic, more like pieces of art that people are like happy to use. A big part of my goal for starting any business I've I've kind of realized is that. I want people to be proud to have what I give them. Like if I make somebody, whatever it is, a keyboard or a table or a car, it doesn't matter. Like I want whoever's using it to be proud of where it came from and that it was made by a person, it's handmade, it's good quality. Um, I, I'm not really interested in like mass producing, more like uh, I want people to, to have what I've made and be like, wow, this is cool. So. That's kind of my my idea here. Well, it's crazy too that you brought up like the demographic with stuff because I know before you know there's that stereotypical like the girl gamer stuff yeah. where and it there are starting to be like a large amount. I, I was reading statistics online where you know online stuff they're not exactly the most accurate and you go through your sources and stuff, but it was like around like a fifty two to like. 40, 48% for like boys to girls. Really? For, yeah, it's gone That's up surprising. drastic. That's really surprising. Well, you have, you have stuff like Dota and uh, those big yeah. MOBAs. Oh my god. The, those things are huge for like yeah. even Siege. I know I know your your partner does a lot of the, yeah. the Siege stuff. Yeah, Hannah, my girlfriend, she, she used to play a lot of Siege, which I thought was pretty funny when I met her. 
Um, she's way better at like most shooters than I am. Yeah. So. You're just out of practice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were the the cod king for uh, free for all back in well, the day. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe I was the the cod king back in the day, but. But there's definitely that demographic with games on the rise nowadays with. And I definitely think that's, like, a great idea. Oh, my God. There's so many, like, streamers out there who have done custom keyboard stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, uh he just got, like, a 5,000, maybe not. It was in the th high thousands, maybe, like, two to 5,000. I don't remember. But he got a custom keyboard, like, all made of all metal. Like, the keys are metal. Everything is metal. What's the advantage to that? N nothing. It's just, <laughs> it's just a keyboard. It's just cool looking. It's blue and it's sick. But Fair enough. So that that, that kind of gave me the idea for that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that market for it. So what what kind of market do you see? Uh, you, do you see there being for um, like voice acting? What kind of what kind of thing are you going to pursue? Because there's obviously a lot of different kinds of voice acting that you can do. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's there's cartoons like you have you have such legends as like Tom Kenny with SpongeBob and like Ice King and all those kind of cartoons that you had as a kid. Which side note, cartoons nowadays aren't as great in my I think it's the no. old person effect no it's true we're like it's true cartoons now suck I, oh man I loved like regular show you know adventure time those big ones that actually taught a lesson at the end yeah you know. something interesting I feel like all the cartoons now are just so boring oh my god they got all the fun stuff stripped out of them and like, well isn't Spongebob still going on speaking of Tom Kenny it's, it's like were we speaking of Tom Kenny yeah I said he was one of the more prolific ones oh. and ones that like the big brand names I don't even know Spongebob. I don't even know who is Tom Kenny he's Spongebob Really? He voices Spongebob and Ice King. I just said this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's sorry, all good. Bro. It's all good. But yeah, no. Um, he's he's one of the top names. And same with Billy West. He does Fry from Futurama. I don't know if you could pick out who that is by voice. I don't think so. Um, there's, there's so many like that are the big ones. And that would definitely be a dream to like work on a cartoon and be one of those people where it's like, oh, who's the voice of this character? Like, he's he's got such an interesting voice. Oh, that's, voice. that's James. You never heard of him? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, his <laughs> it's voice like is that sexy. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd be going for. Um, just not for a kid's show. I don't want... But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, mods has been, like, the really fun part for video games, though, to do. Um, yeah, you're you're a gamer, right? I am a gamer, and I am doing, like, mod scene stuff where before, like, I did some stuff for Skyrim, which is by far the most fun game for, like, the biggest bang for your buck, even though it's, it's a Bethesda game, so it's held together by duct tape and faith. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where I have, like, a thousand hours in it, and it's... I could still get more time out of it from the mods I can put in from it, and it's all free. Yeah. Like, people people are crazy what they'll dedicate their time to and just creating, like, another fantasy or a quest line or something for someone to pursue. And it, it was super fun doing that, and I, I hope to find more of those in the future. It's just been dying down with, with COVID and everything happening.
Yeah, I think you should. I mean, well, like studio teams obviously can't get together anymore, which is making that really difficult. Is that, you think, part of it, why mods right now aren't as big? Well, I think it was definitely COVID uh, helped to make them not that big, and they had to work from home, so they got to downsize. I know throughout i know warframe one of the bigger like free games they had their dev team that they were working on this this giant update but they had to downsize to like five people so it was taking a long time to get updates out uh because of covid and get announcements and things of that nature but yeah it's really changed how we're gonna have to um how we're gonna have to like figure out (laughs) okay Co- yeah, so COVID has really changed how, like, we're going to have to, like, work and, like, our workflow and what we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to learn, like, kind of all new, all new things, basically, when it comes to, like, marketing ourselves, advertising ourselves, and and uh, and meeting people who are in the fields we're interested in. So it definitely brings into, like, there's got to be some, like, um, some social medias that are going to become way more important for finding work like i think linkedin is becoming pretty big right oh, now man. yeah so. and indeed stuff like that yeah that's what i went through and like i i do think like you're saying the online scene is going to drastically increase i think what covid has done has kind of jump-started us into this silicon valley-esque age where everything's going to be online if it hasn't definitely. already been definitely yeah and like we're even gonna have like a little bit of social norm stuff, kind of uh, shifted, you know. With yeah, it's gonna be weird. Um, but I, I completely agree with how like um, a lot of a lot of tech right now is like selling out, like the PlayStation, Xbox, like all the graphics cards. It just kind of shows like people are really really taking an interest in these things that you can do at home by yourself which does open up a big market for both of our our interests which is which is pretty cool did you think and do you think i what i'm going with this is like since people have had so much time to like do things at home and look through the internet because they had that we had that giant period where like you couldn't Go, it was like martial law in that sense where it's like you felt like there were snipers outside your house being like <laughs> don't, don't you, leave don't leave <laughs> or I'll pop your tires put out the road strips and everything and I, I feel like people took that time to like explore new trends and like new things it's like what are you gonna do at home you know yeah what did what did you do during mostly voice acting with with this stuff uh, that was a that was a big thing where just searching for new opportunities to try new things because I forgot where I saw it online but they talked about the three three hobbies of your life mm-hmm. there's one hobby to make you money one to keep you healthy and then one for you to do what you love and just to pursue um, you know I have heard that too that's actually really cool that's a definitely a good way of looking at it Oh man, I definitely have one of the three things at least out of the way. Well, maybe not yet. Well, I mean, you yeah, college. That one's it's not fun, but it's to get you that money. It's not necessarily. <sighs> well, the thing is, <laughs> with my degree, I'm like James's. I will never be able to find a job with my degree. <laughs> There's yeah. no way I'm ever. No one. 
uh, not not a, a worthwhile job. Nobody's gonna hire someone with a business associates degree for anything. But do you feel like you've got your money out of that? Mm-hmm. That's tough. With your education, do you wholeheartedly think that it was beneficial for the business courses that you took? I'm not saying like yeah. as much as I loved canoeing. At, you know, oh, canoeing the, was great. We took canoeing together. That was so much fun. Oh my god, it was probably the best class I've taken. Honestly, mm. but uh, no, for me, it personally, was not worth it because um, you were talking about this earlier. How you have to take like history, like right. filler filler classes that aren't related right. to what you want to do, which you could learn a lot from them. But um, from the from the standpoint that I'm probably not going to get a business related job with my degree. I also could have just looked up all of this information that I've learned in my business classes online and watched YouTube videos, which I have been doing. Isn't that one of your teacher strategies anyways, was to show you YouTube videos for one of your classes? No, my accounting professor, yeah, she, she was, she didn't do anything. (laughs) She didn't do anything. She gave us the textbook. We read the textbook and then we answered questions in an online an online homework and then it graded them for us so she never actually did anything and i reported her i hope she got fired (laughs) or at least just you know getting one of those kind of reprimands like hey you know well and that i mean and that's i feel like that's the kind of gamble you take especially with i mean don't knock college short even though it seems like we we are but it's one of those things where you analyze it before you go. I feel like I feel like adults kind of are corralling you into a way of thinking. It's like we're bringing you into like the college pasture, not like not in like the wide open field, you know? <laughs> yeah, when and all all we have to eat are textbooks and paper yeah. and pencils and rulers and protractors and compasses and none of us do that but some of us well apparently you know do. i've seen it happen in many of my classes i saw a guy eating a protractor was, oh, man. he died <laughs> that's no good yeah but yeah i mean yeah the college pastor is but that's that's the other thing is you you have also another like outlet of outside learning especially with your family because i know your dad great example of like a natural born entrepreneur from when he was very young I remember him telling me a story about how he used to go out and get uh, oh the golf balls, golf balls and yeah. sell them back oh, my, at like I think he was at like 10 he yeah. said he was doing that yeah he did when he was like 10 he, he would go like onto the the field and collect like the golf balls and sell them back to the golfers yep <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely tell anybody he needs about that yeah and then you're i mean and then he created this gigantic worldwide company of sharpening scissors which was insane yeah yeah we could we could talk about that really quick for sure um go on with that yeah like he he didn't really go to he went to college for like a semester or two um it wasn't for him. He went for um, like horticulture, bo- I think. Yeah, horticulture. Said. So like the study of <laughs> plants. And he never really pursued that at all. Uh, so I don't think college was really something that he needed. But um, he did end up seeing a market for hairdressing scissors and the need for you know hairdressers to have them sharpened. So he started out with just like a simple bench grinder just like uh it's it's just like a grinding wheel 
that you would like you know grind metal on pretty rudimentary in terms of like sharpening anything but he started on that and then he he uh he came up with the idea for like a new kind of sharpening machine um something he invented so that is pretty cool you know he patented his own his own design and it's 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 interesting like it's kind of a weird thing it it's it kind of shows me that like some of the best ideas aren't really going to be like right out in front of you like when you think of like good ideas nobody thinks of like you know a, a, a hairdressing sharp a hairdresser sharpening machine like nobody really thinks of that so he you know he made that and he patented it and that served as his business for a very long time and he did really well from it so I was fortunate to have a dad who um, could kind of show me like a little bit about you know starting business and and seeing seeing what's not there that isn't super obvious that like something that's not you know something that's not there that should be there basically so do you not believe that like because I've, I've heard it discussed too with ideas where it's like it's out there in the world and it, all the ideas are kind of out there and it just takes those select few who can like see past everything and be like oh there's the great idea and I can just reach in and grab it and, and have that or is it more for you like I came up with the idea it's like a sudden like you're just you're in the shower or wherever you are and it just comes to your mind like a snap of a finger like. maybe for some people that's how it is what's but your for, process with your stuff yeah for me definitely that's for me it was kind of like what you said how there's all the ideas out there i was just going through youtube one day it was pretty late it was before bed and i was watching just like uh just a video about keyboards because i'm into computers and so i mean i know i knew a little bit about keyboards coming into that so i was watching a pretty interesting video talking about uh, mechanical keyboards as a hobby and how cool of a hobby it can be and I was like oh wow that is really cool I was like maybe I'll get to building my own um, so I started looking around at like kits to build my own one um, like looking up all the parts I would need and I started to think how cool it would be if I like you know custom made my own which I'm actually working on right now um, so that, that that idea definitely didn't just come to me I mean it was kind of, sort of something that started from just me having an interest in something oh definitely mm -hmm. like I, I think that's really the key with a lot of it is going out and seeking out passions well actually you know what seeking is the wrong word for that because i don't think anyone starts out trying to find what they're into yeah. it just kind of happens it like, does i mean people do try to find passions but i feel like it doesn't end usually what with what they're hoping for no i think it's one of those things where passions aren't something you should go out and see i feel like they should come naturally where you're just out exploring the world and taking it all in and you just kind of find that one little love that you have for something and then just explore upon it and dive deeper because like a great example where like voice acting is a branch off of acting but i'm not a people person like i don't even though I love therapy and I love talking with people, I'm not like a big group. Like I can't work on a set and have everyone looking at me. I don't, I don't go that way. I'd rather have like a select few or like be on the radio where people know the voice, but they, they don't see the star kind of deal. Yeah. That's a cool way of looking at it. That's definitely something that would be up your alley then. Yeah. I mean, 
and that's just trying out new things. Like, I mean, you know, COVID and just life, I think in general, I think we're both have that entrepreneurial drive to want to try to, to do something outside of that. And we've, we've talked ad nauseum about that in, in our personal live stuff. Yeah, we definitely have. And I'm, I'm sure something is going to work out for both of us and it might not be what we think it's going to be. But like, like you just said, like pursuing our goals right now might lead us to something completely different in the future. And, uh, you know, kind of like you just said, like, um, a new passion, a new hobby will just come out of nowhere. So I guess what I've found for right now is just keep like doing what I think is the right thing to do. And, you know, you'll see where it leads you. Like doing what you love will bring you to so many different people and connections that you never thought you'd make. So. Oh man. You know, what's crazy is like, there are so many different opportunities that you have in your life that will bring you to the moment that you're currently at whether it's good bad Mm -hmm. but it's it's gonna be good there's there's no way i i'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and it's not that there's a set path but there's things where like events that happen there's a song by (laughs) there's a song by darius rucker actually called this and it has a line where it's like, for every stoplight I didn't meet, every chance I did or I didn't take, all the nights I went too far, all the girls that broke my heart, uh, all the doors that I had to close, everything I knew but I didn't know, thank God for all I missed, because it, it led me here to this. Mm. And it, it's very tried and true. Like That's surprising you remembered that whole thing. I could not Oh, I listened to it. My parents were big country stars. That's a country song? Yeah, that's big probably. country star listeners. Well, that's probably why I haven't heard it. Probably why. But country does have a, a couple of good gems yeah, out there. Yeah, it does. It does. And, but that is a really good song quote. I mean, that's fucking true. It was a long one. I just couldn't... I only knew the stanza. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> if I could cut it down, I would, but... No, that's good, though. Yeah, like... Definitely true. Because, like, if... I had one thing where if I had jumped on the opportunity to go to college, even though I'd be so unprepared for last semester, I'd I'd have to go back because I didn't do well as well as I'd wanted to in college the in the fall semester that had passed because of it's all switched to online and I I couldn't I couldn't learn that way. Yeah, a lot of people can't. No. A lot of people can't. No, definitely not. And I would have been unprepared. I didn't have the greatest tools at my disposal and because i did that and because i i waited the time i did now i actually have a place to stay once i i can get the the money scraped up from paying back college and then trying to to get that oh, down for when you do go back right yeah because yeah. i'm i'm yeah. rooming with a, a buddy of ours who you know great guy and we'll bring him on one time I would love to bring him on. I gotta ask him if uh, he'd want to do that. I just don't want to mention him by name unless, you know, because I know he's kind of the personality like me, where he's like, he's very from the shadows, kind of like, you know, keep to himself unless he's at. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get to know him, oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) that he is. Can we swear on this? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because <laughs> I I'm not monetizing this, by the way. Yeah, like for sure. But it's man, life's just crazy. Like with with all the avenues you can take and and devices. And I mean, even research. Like 
I know I had to do quite a bit of research for my stuff. Uh, what was your your whole process for for your research? Uh, there's actually it's actually um it's interesting. I'm I'm currently I want to talk about this today, and this just reminded me of it. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, right now, a very very difficult part of starting a business, especially on a low budget like me. Um, is you have to really pick and choose what you need and make sure you don't waste money on things you don't need. So right now I'm working on doing like the content side of my business. Um, so that means kind of making vlogs, which I've been working on. I made one yesterday with James here when we were testing out the podcast. Um, making vlogs, I got to figure out TikTok. That's something I've been neglecting. I've heard it's a really good business tool to grow your, uh, your following. So, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and I'm I'm doing all this content with my phone, which isn't the greatest. I mean, it doesn't have very good video quality. It doesn't have very good audio quality. So, I, I need a camera, pretty much. And there's a few different cameras I can get, but they definitely range in price. And at the high end, one that I'm looking at is like $1,300, but it's going to be everything that I need in a camera. I mean, it has... It has great video stabilization for taking vlogs. It has really good um, photo capabilities. It has slow motion for creating like nice cinematic stuff. Um, a lot of more features, but basically just it's pretty much everything I need in a camera. It's a lot of money though. So I'm working on like how do I figure out how much I should spend on something. It's, it's pretty scary. Um spending that much money on something when it's like potentially 10 to 15 percent of like all the money i'm willing to spend on my business and even all the money that i have so that's a big part of of considering you know what you need to do is what do you spend money on what do you need to invest in and is it really going to help you or should you get something cheaper oh dude budgeting plays a huge role in with your business stuff and it's it's crazy uh, everything costs money and especially getting your your influence out there and getting the quality because nowadays do you feel like higher quality equipment is demanded to like have the success of your business go on yeah like, it's so competitive in all in all the different like markets you know vlogging uh instagram tiktok like everybody has like either like the newest iPhone which has a really good camera or just a really nice camera for making the content so you either have to have like content that is like miles better than somebody else with better gear or you need to be at least on par with other people and have the same quality gear so yeah it's definitely really competitive and you need to spend money to make money unfortunately definitely and one other thing, when you were talking about social media too, do you think that's like, because on one hand it is a positive, but isn't it also could be a hindrance with that stuff because you could get lost within all the advertising and stuff because I feel like we're in such an age where it's like they're just shoving information down your throat at every chance they get and like kind of get lost in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I... I know personally whenever an Instagram ad shows up on my feed, I don't click it. I never click them. Uh, I don't know how many people do click them, 
but there are a, there is a lot of advertising that we see and most of it I feel like a lot I mean do you ignore most of it because I ignore most of the advertising I see so yes yes I do ignore a good portion of it but there's those things where advertising and psychology go hand in hand and there's like oh my god oh they do for sure you can if you make an if you can make an annoying ass commercial yeah. you'll remember like we both can remember the Billy Fusillo ads. You can remember. Yes. Oh my! You can gosh. remember the JG Wensworth one. Yeah. You know, you can remember the. They're just obnoxious and in your face, and like, they're catchy, and they stick in your mind. They're like a, they're like glue. Yeah. They just get stuck in your brain. You don't like it. No. They force it in there. They cram it in there. <laughs> they do, and it's oh my god, it's oh it's awful, but. Is also very successful because it's one of those things where, you know, I you can hear about like a construction company, and they just keep going ad nauseum about what their their services are, and they'll keep playing it for like months, and then imagine when you get to a problem where you need like a construction or a contractor. It's what is that top of mind marketing? Is yeah, that that's what, what called? that's called. Yeah, where it's the first thing you think of, and I mean. I, I, do you think that's the the success part of it is like the ad nauseum of trying to like with at least with marketing is the ad nauseum of like hey this is our product this is what we do and then just keep pushing that out there and repetition might be the key of success of advertising uh, I think that what the key to advertising is or what will be like the best kind of advertising in the in the future is not like your classic uh ads that people are still doing a lot of companies are still doing that where they put their um they put their like informate their business information on like business cards billboards in like newspapers and and magazines print ads you know that's not really like the future anymore it's it's more being creative like when when everything is shifting to social media like we said and and smartphones, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, that sort of thing. It it makes you it forces it's going to force businesses to have to reevaluate their advertising and start to be creative with it and start to go more content based. Um there's there's something to be said about an advertisement that can invoke any sort of emotion in somebody. So, like, making someone laugh. I know personally, if I see something that makes me laugh, like an advertisement, I am, like, a hundred times more likely to click on it than just, you know, a picture or something like that. So, definitely the future of advertising is learning how to bring these emotions to people, make them feel something, and that's going to be interesting. Well, that's also one of the big things with learning with psychology and that's like an actual psych thing they they have where if you can attach different senses to something you're more likely to remember it so saying writing and speaking well speaking hearing and writing something you're 10 times more likely to remember i'm just pulling this number out my ass but <laughs> like you're a lot more likely to regurgitate and remember because you know I feel, side note, I feel like college, that's what it is. 
is regurgitating information. It's yeah. not actually learning. It's yeah. how fast can you vomit out what you learned on a piece of paper at the end of the year. Yeah, just memorization, for real. Which is crazy. It, it baffles me that, like, you know, this is this is what we're doing is, you know, you see those weird, like, business uh, meme-esque things where some of the pictures are whack where it's, like, the the light bulb that's on holding like a graduation paper and then it goes through the thing and it gets whacked with a hammer and breaks yeah and it's supposed to be it's true but you know <laughs> i think it's a little little like adults trying to be hip thing which that's <laughs> always funny to watch <laughs> oh my gosh man when you get a professor or something who puts in like a, a meme from ye- like in early 2000s and they're trying and i appreciate it but it's it's like one of those things where <laughs> they're doing their best. They are. They are. Um, most... Do you want to talk more about like psychology and marketing? Because that's, I mean, that's something that oh. definitely affects both of us. Yeah, I mean, so with with what I've learned through my college experience, where, I mean, I can safely say that like my education has paid off with a lot of stuff for psychology, even though it's like. I had to do a lot of gen ed stuff. I don't, now I got lucky where, you know, I'm continuing on and I can do the path that I want to do and have no like obstacles like that. I still have some courses that I got to take for credit. Who the hell cares? But yeah, it's mostly going to be related to a minor and, and stuff like that. But with what I've learned from marketing and that kind of view and perspective, stuff with logos it matters what colors you use it matters what shapes you use red if you want to use a red color in your advertisement it, it can mean like a whole bunch of different feelings that it evokes because red is more of an aggressive color mm-hmm. so it's more of like you know if you want to use like a martial art dodo dojo you know use red if you want to do something that involves aggression or I think they also said courage mm. is another thing. It's just one of those kind of... Because colors do invoke feelings. They definitely do. And then there's blue where it's like calm. Like if you want to do like a yoga studio, if you use like softer colors like blue or light green, you know, something that spells tranquility when mm-hmm. you see it. Mm-hmm. And that stuff's super important. Even Even how stores are stocked... Yeah, we learned about that too. Like that's interesting. Like the whole goal of setting up a store, put what people need in the back. Put mm. what put what people like candy and stuff in the front because that's on your way out and it's a snack and it's kind of like you see it when you're going out and you're like, "Do I want that?" And it's kind of a trick for kids too. Yeah. And they're set up in such a way it's so methodical like there's there is an actual rhyme and reason for why things are are placed there and it's so insane that we have we have things down to a science for like how people think and stuff and oh man yeah i mean companies like walmart absolutely crazy they they devote so much money to just planning the floor but what i was gonna ask is how do you think that your your degree will help you in and what you want to do in the future for both uh, therapy and and for um, you know your business ideas. So for therapy end, 
I've done theories of personality, which is basically you learn all these different theorists and what they think. You know, I'm I'm one of the few people who think Freud. No, <laughs> he's he's such a whack job and so out of there. Yeah. But people like like Maslow, who there's a hierarchy of needs where it's you know at the the top and then goes down of what you you have the foundation of what you need and then it's like there's like love comfort safety things like that that make that up and define a person's personality or just on the therapy end i'm totally sound like with how people think and feel and i don't i don't just do that with school and stuff i go out to seek people a lot more i mean i've been trying trying to read more because uh school you know not being a part of the equation yet and you know having a job i kind of want to learn a little bit more with personalities you know there's there's a lot of information out there and most of it is what i learned from my psych classes but in the end of it it, it kind of reinforces your knowledge and I, I was reading a book surrounded by idiots and it, it's not like a, a bad take on you know everyone's dumb and like we should all treat them like children that's not what it was getting at it's that there are different personality types that you need to deal with in different ways and that's really been an influencer and helped to reinforce what I've learned in college and all in all, that's it's definitely helped me for what I want to do as my career. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, for my hobby, it's it's helped. Like I mean, I've I've done theories of personality stuff. So like knowing your audience of what you want to do and studying people, it's a really good way to learn how to do different voices. It's just mm. by watching people and That's studying. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. yeah. That is really cool. Because you'll know, and, and like, most of the voices that you hear on TV and everywhere else that are like, not the traditional actor's voice, I've listened to a couple of their interviews with things, and they say they they take someone they've they can picture in their head from somewhere in their life and then they put a little bit of a spin on it and then try to replicate it. Oh, wow, that and is really cool. Kind of like add like a little creative aspect to yeah. someone and then actually try to recreate their personality with their voice, right? Right. That's I know Tom Kenny, in, when he was in Rocco's Modern Life voicing a character, voicing Rocco, he he remembered a family member and then he put a little bit of a like nerdy spin to it mm-hmm. because he said he already spoke like a nerd and like, like the high pitch nasally, and then he kind of you know transformed that a bit into into something of a, a voice that didn't fit the character. So, but yeah, it's my psych degree has helped, and it's mostly I think that's mostly with everything is finding that worth in things that are like that you want to pursue. I mean, I don't know what have you found that like through whether it's college books people like what's helped me yeah that's helped you strive for this this vision well i've always really had a problem a personal struggle of mine has been 
not staying like committed and motivated to things that I like want to do. So that's always been a really big roadblock. And it's something that I've acknowledged for a very long time. And it's something I actively try to overcome. It's not like, um, it's, it's not like I'm just kind of like, ah, fuck it. But like, I really know, I really know that that's something that I have to work on. So this is a good opportunity for me to work on that for myself. Um, do you think those like vlogs and the other stuff that you're doing is like that's a big contributor to like wanting to stay on this path to continue and it's kind of a way to keep yourself in check and like you know remember like this is why I'm doing this yeah it is um it's kind of like in the it's always in the back of my head that like if I don't make content my business won't be as successful and you know all the different kind of ways you can have success it doesn't have to be monetary success it could just be like meeting people and doing collaborations having that, goals right yeah exactly having setting goals is a big part of it and if i don't if i don't advertise if i don't make vlogs then there's going to be things that i'll miss out on and i have to remember that and i also kind of you know like how i was talking about like the camera thing before one of the little goals i've set for myself is like i haven't exactly decided how many it's going to be but like I kind of let's just say like 20 I kind of told myself like if I make 20 full-length vlogs edit, edited and uploaded to YouTube then I can get the expensive camera kind of thing so it's like it's a reward system that you're trying to do like a token economy-esque thing yeah exactly so it's kind of like me trying to because I do want that I do want that nice that I want the nice camera like it's awesome but it's kind of like a way of like letting myself get it helping myself stay motivated and also hopefully like you know, getting something out of it, making 20 vlogs and hopefully getting somebody who watches it. I mean, so that's, that's one thing I'm working on right now from, from my life. Definitely. I mean, with, with that kind of earning something feeling where it's better to feel like you've earned something for your business and like earned the, the right to do this. I feel like that definitely helps keep you motivated. Yeah, it does. That will help. That will help me. It'll help me like warrant the purchase by knowing that I've put in the work and that it, sh it would be something that's helpful. So that is a good point. Yeah. Oh, man. But staying motivated is definitely one of those tough things with whatever venture or even activity, anything you want to pursue. It's very tough to want to stay motivated for things, uh, whether it's people i know a lot of individuals can like bring you down from what you want to do um and, and i've learned through my life that find the people who are like-minded like you is one of the key things and then if you know that you can trust that they'll support your idea tell them if they won't support your idea do what you want to do first and then tell them about your idea because yeah. then they can't shut you down in the process it's yeah that's a really good point especially if you've seen some success they can't just be like well that's stupid and you're like wow well i just made more money than you in the past month like well i think it's more or less i like to call this the parent effect where parents want you to take the soft and easy route where they know it's secure where you want to make money yeah that you're gonna succeed in this because like college has told them that we need you we need you to pay us so we can teach you so you can pay us back 
Yeah. You know. So you can get a good job and yeah, and have a safe route. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things, just keeping to your dream, and you know. How have you? How have you been working to? overcome the the motivation thing we've been talking about because there's definitely a lot of roadblocks if you look at like what you want as like a path there's definitely a lot of things that will get in your way like be it people or uh mental illness or uh a pandemic um literally any number of things could be a roadblock like what what have you been working to do to overcome different things like that so my my whole thing with overcoming roadblocks one keep my circle small i i have a few people in my life who i tell what i'm doing and what i want to pursue as my goal and i trust that they'll support me and not shoot me down because there's no point in me talking to them if they're not going to support my dream if i fail i learn if i succeed i learn they're both learning opportunities. And I feel like that's what people don't focus on a lot is that failure isn't like a roadblock where you can't go past it and you get nothing out of it. It's not like, it's one of those things where I like to think of it as you're going down a road you've never been and there's a dead end. You're like, well, I, I can't go further. I, I, I gotta go back. You learned what was down that road. Maybe there's a new hiking trail down that road that you've never seen before. Or there's something new that like you haven't explored. Instead of focusing, well, I took a wrong turn. I just wasted all my gas to get down here. It, there's no point. It, you know, see the seeing the bright side of things is definitely a huge contributor. Um, talking to people, if you have mental health stuff, I mean, I talk to someone every couple couple weeks to get things off my chest and help me succeed as a person and help me grow and continue to grow. And one of the the last things, I keep a whiteboard in my room filled with all the things I need to do and all the things I want, you know, and want to get done. And I, it feels so good to just erase one of the things. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just, it's so, it's like you completed something. It's like it's like completing a quest in like a game. Oh my and getting, god! Getting XP. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those tasks where it's like. You know, this trial and tribulation was so hard for me to, like, overcome. And then it's most of the, like, aha moment. Like, I did it. Like, I completed what I wanted to do. Like, and you play it by day. Like. Yeah. It is really satisfying. Oh, my gosh. It's like one of those ASMR videos where they're peeling the seafoam back. And you hear, like. (laughs) But. Oh, man. Like, it's. It's truly like one of those wicked fun things to help stay motivated and, you know, help drive your passion. But I think we'll we'll end this here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the first podcast. I really hope to continue this. It's wicked fun and thank you, Evan, for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Perfect yeah. first host. And if thank you wanna you. like share what you, you have going on where people can check out your social stuff if anyone sees this or hears this you know uh yeah so i don't i don't have a website yet um i have an instagram but if uh if you look it up you're probably it's gonna be hard to find same with my youtube if you if you type in my youtube uh username it's probably not gonna come up 
So if I can, if we, if we can, I'll put like a link to my YouTube channel somewhere in here. If there's like a comment section, um, if not, don't worry about it. I'll be back on the podcast and by then I'm sure I'll have everything set up better, but yeah. And we're going to hopefully try to continue this. I'll have podcasts recorded every Fridays and hopefully I can get them out Sunday sometime. So I, I have, you know, stuff set in motion so hopefully we can we can get you, uh, new people back on old people back on and discuss some fun stuff but stay tuned thank you <laughs>